Hey, it's Johnny Marks. Thank you so much for checking out the Marks in the Morning podcast. Remember, you can listen to myself, Carrie Mack, and JP weekdays from 6 to 10 live on K92.3. It's time to get your day started. This is Marks in the Morning on K92.3. Can I get a countdown? Can I get a countdown? Three, two, one. Good morning. It is. What is it? It's Tuesday today. Tuesday. <laughs> I had to think about that one for a second. Didn't know what day it was. It's the 9th. It's the um, 9th of March. It's going to be a very nice day, at least temperature-wise. Mid-60s. You just heard Rebecca's forecast. Rain in the forecast as well. Had my window open in the office yesterday. This is the best time for it. Well, I'd say May, maybe. Early May. Because there's no bugs yet. Once the bugs come, if you work in an office where you can open the window, whether you're on ground level or way up in the air, you'll get bugs. Bugs in the office, bugs everywhere. Right now, there are none. Well, and we, and we don't have screens on our windows, so no, they, it's true. a free-for-all for them to float in. That's true. Maybe your office, maybe you do have screens on your windows. If you're working from home, you probably do. But, yeah, here we don't. So they come waltzing in. And the problem is I could have my window closed, and then somebody else down the hall leaves it open overnight or forgets. And you come in, there's bugs everywhere. I noticed you looked at me when you said leave the window open. Because I, I always leave it open at night. I always forget. Of the three of us, we all have nice windows in our office. Carrie's don't open. I know that because I used to have that office. Good luck. Oh, it doesn't open. It, wow. No fresh air for to. you. It's I'll, supposed to. You'll have to WD-40 the late daylights out of it probably to get that little knob at the top to move. It's stuck on lock. Oh, cool. Love so it. I know, I know it's not going to be you letting the bugs in. <laughs> And our studio doesn't open, so yeah, probably more James. Uh, there's a couple other people that have windows with outdoor accessibility. Uh, but yeah, I was looking at you. <laughs> well, I know. It's because it is so nice in the summertime, you want to leave your window open because it gets hot in the building and then you get all the bugs. So anyway, this is a good time for that. It won't be buggy and it won't be muggy, but we'll get to that, I'm sure, at some point in the summer. Hey, we got a lot of good stuff on the show today. Jen, you're back. Not your chance to win a Silver Eagle Harley-Davidson gift card. That's coming up at 735. Free food from McDonald's, a chance to win those crispy chicken sandwiches for a year. That's after nine and much, much more as we get things. Remember, you'll hear this a bunch more, but remember to set your clocks ahead an hour this weekend, Saturday or Sunday, whatever time you, you do it. Ah, you know you're getting old when you set the clock ahead. Did I say back? Set it ahead, if I said back. Spring forward. You know you're getting old when you set your clock ahead before bed as opposed to being up when it actually happens. <laughs> Halloween, 2008 or nine. I was uh, in radio doing a live broadcast. It ended well before. Uh, and it happened to be fall back. So it happened to be uh, coming off daylight saving. Whatever For whatever reason, that was Halloween. But uh, we were doing a live broadcast. We went to the bars afterwards. And we were there when we switched the clocks back. And I thought that was the coolest thing because you got an extra hour to drink. Mm -hmm. And you would have thought Halloween night, it must have been a weekend in 08. Somebody can look it up, 08 or 09, whenever it was on a weekend. And I thought, oh, it's going to be packed. People are just going to be having fun. By the first 2 a.m. when they should have been closed, it was pretty much dead. So they roll back. We had the extra hour. We were out of there within 20 minutes of the extra <laughs> hour. But you know you're getting older when you set the clock back or forward like we will be this weekend ahead of time. Because you're going to bed before it'll ever happen. I've noticed as I've gotten older, that one hour in the spring and the fall really messes me up. Before, when I was younger, it didn't really make a difference. But, man, I feel it that following week. I, yeah. I'm all messed up. It'll be, yeah. The next week will be probably tricky because of that. Of course, they put the big drinking holiday right after daylight saving time. But we will have a lot more daylight in the evening hours, which is we fantastic. We will. And when the weather gets nice and warm, you really enjoy it. Uh, and then you get to about mid-June, and it's really bright in the morning, too. And it's kind of a... It messes with your head a little bit. Because for us uh, folks that are up early, you're up, obviously, with us. It's weird to see sunlight, you know, at like 5 a.m. as opposed to just now. We're starting to get peaks of sunshine. All right. Uh, here's a question for you. As we're starting to come out of COVID... What will be something that changes? Not Maybe not permanently, but for a long, long time. Think about that for a second. Will more people work from home? Will there be people that, that keep their jobs but never go back to a physical office? Office space is expensive to rent or own for businesses. Maybe they'll uh, there'll be less of it. I don't know. I mean, if you already have it, you might as well send people back. How about sports? I've got one for you. My precious Minnesota Twins might be playing in another state this April. <laughs> it would be temporary. But it's possible because Minnesota's got some of the strictest laws with COVID and what people can do. I'll tell you that's random fact. This probably won't happen, but it's impossible. The Minnesota Twins could play 
in Wisconsin for a short time to start the 2021 season. The Wisconsin Twins. Uh, doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I know we got a lot of baseball fans in and around the Cedar Valley. Most probably pull for the Cubs, maybe some for the Brewers, and, and then the rest probably for the Twins. I mean, Cardinals fans, too. Well, the Twins have always been synonymous with Minnesota. Twin Cities. Twins, that's the name of the team. But their stadium, as of right now, Target Field can't hold any uh, any fans due to the laws or rules set by their governor. Well, in Wisconsin, they'll be allowed to have 10,000 fans for the Brewers. And then probably more as the season rolls on. As a result, the Twins would be losing a lot of money because no crowd means no concessions, no ticket sales, no merchandise, no blah, blah, blah. Even the city would lose money on parking and all that. So, the next best option would be to play somewhere else. However, think about this. Let's just say the Twins played somewhere in Wisconsin. Not the Brewers ballpark, but somewhere. Who's going to go to the games? You'd have to travel, right? And it's still the school year for the first couple months. People work, so you'd probably only get crowds Fridays and Saturdays, maybe a day game Sunday. Who would try? You'd have to travel to go see them, depending on where in Wisconsin they go. Well, and the team's going to also have to pay whichever home team they take over. So they do yeah. try to make some money back, but they're also going to have expenses to move right. the team. There's housing, there's all that. But uh, a state rep up in Minnesota introduced a bill that would allow the team to play somewhere else. However, the odds are very, very thin on that. So look for the Twins to start with no fans at home, which is uh, what the Kansas City Royals are used to. <laughs> oh, 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 Johnny. All right. <laughs> Sports. Yeah, it is. Carrie. Yeah, you didn't have much to say there, Carrie. <laughs> the only thing I really have to say about this is that there's a the, the fact that there's a bill going in place or whatever for baseball like blows my mind. Like I love baseball, but why? Why do we have to take it to the courthouse? Well, I don't think it'll get that far. Um, I really don't. I'm sure they'll end up playing in front of no fans for a while. And then they'll loosen up the rules. Opening day, just 23 days away. I know. I'm excited. What? I am super excited. And uh, if you are a big baseball fan, we'll have a lot of probably news for you coming up here. I know we're going to have the big game in Dyersville. August, right? Field yep. Dreams game? Yeah. Yep. So there's something to look forward to. And hopefully that one's max capacity. Twins should just go play there at the Field of Dreams. TFN, till further notice. I'd go. I'd go to every freaking game. <laughs> I don't care if I have to be up at 4 a.m. the next day. I'm going. All right. We'll be back in a few minutes. Mark's in the morning rolls on with news and weather. Also got uh, music on the way from Sam Hunt. His new one, Breaking Up, was easy in the 90s. This is the mighty K92.3. We are the Cedar Valley's number one for new country. Okay, last week I, I said something cryptic. I said we were looking forward to this week because we were working on getting a big guest on the show. And then I made no reference to it yesterday, <laughs> nor Friday. I think I said it on Thursday. Uh, but I made no reference to it until right now. I'm going to tell you who's coming up Thursday on Marks in the Morning. We're going to have... Justin Moore is going to be on the show with us. Justin Moore will join us, and we're really excited. Justin Moore's got a couple big shows coming up in Iowa. First and foremost, Buchanan County Fair. I'm sorry, the Fair in Independence. That is, yeah, Buchanan County Fair uh, in Independence, July 8th. Tickets are available now. That'll be a huge show. That's a Thursday night. And then he's also going to be in Cedar Rapids in September, which will be super fun to see him again. So uh, Justin Moore's going to be with us Thursday, just after 8 on Marks in the Morning. We'll say about 8, 10. And uh, we're working right now on a post. Is it up, Carrie Mack? It's going up in just a few seconds. Okay. So we want to know what you want us to ask Justin more. Maybe this is your show. Is there a question you want to ask Justin about a song, about his family, about uh, anything? He's got his own podcast. Is there anything you want us to ask? Justin, we'd love to do that. It makes our life easier. We don't have to do any research if you ask us all <laughs> questions. It's lazy. I know. It's the main reason we do it, not because we want to get the fans interested. No, of course. It's just because <laughs> we want to sit back and go, hey, Justin, let's shoot the breeze. And he's going to say, wow, those are such great questions. And we'll say, hey, thanks, we came up with them. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let us know what you want to hear. By the way, that song I just played a clip from, we didn't have much, uh, reportedly from a new album. Uh, that hasn't come out yet. Not a lot of info. Maybe we'll ask uh, ask old Justin about that. Would that be Lord of Six, album, I think? Yep. So get ready for the interview. Even if uh, you don't want to ask any questions, it'll be on Thursday after 8 a.m. here on Marks in the Morning. And, yeah, we'd love to get your questions. All right, it is uh, 640 right now. It's Marks in the Morning. It's K92.3. We've got uh, a lot coming up, including Nashville News. 
Can I put you on the spot, Carrie? Do you have a, a tease for us for national news? Yes, I do. One of our favorite K-Country stars is doing better after battling coronavirus. Oh, good. Okay. That's good to hear because that we've seen, unfortunately, take some lives like uh, Joe Diffie's. We'll get to that story next. Zach Brown on the way. New music from Parmalee. Just the way with Blanca Brown coming up. Two parks in the morning. It's K92.3. We are the Cedar Valley's number one for new country. We are fired up because on this show coming up on Thursday, we're going to have country superstar... Justin Morgan. A couple big shows in Iowa coming up for Justin. Feels good to be able to say that again about live music. Buchanan County Fair in July. And then in September, late September, he'll be in Cedar Rapids. Justin Moore, of course, uh, has tons of hits. And we're really excited to have him on the show. We've got questions for him. But we want to hear your questions for the hit maker who has, what, nine number one hits? Hey. Here's to the ones make it Including this one. So uh, all you got to do, I just I just shared it on my uh, Instagram page. But Carrie Mack, you've posted it on Instagram. They go to our story. Yeah. They see the post asking for questions for Justin, and then they just you know type in a question. Yeah, that's how it works. That's how social media works that's, these days, Johnny. <laughs> it's uh, the Marks in the Morning Instagram, but you can see it on both of our Instagrams as well because we regrammed it. That's what, that is that a term? Regrammed. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's like money gram. We money grammed it. Uh, we have, you know, we're very excited too because if you ask a good question, we'll of course take credit for it. Uh, but we, <laughs> we have um, some time with Justin coming up on the show Thursday after eight a.m. And if you know you can't listen, just remember to check out our podcast. It'll be posted there, like our Lee Bryce interview was from a couple weeks back. Of course, we'll have Lee Bryce tickets too on Thursday. Thursday is going to be a busy day. Why are we even here today? What's going on? What are we doing? Let's go home. All right. Well, we can't because it's time for it. Marks in the morning, Tuesday blues day. What's got you feeling blue today, Cedar Valley? Yeah. Well, that makes me look stupid. <laughs> Gets me every time. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Tuesday Blues Day is it's essentially a an open forum for first world problems. There aren't problems outside of this segment. Seven fifteen on a Tuesday morning. But here it is: your chance to get it off your chest. And anybody in the studio have a Tuesday Blues? It might not have to be from today. It could be something that happened to you last Saturday or you know Wednesday. But we just want to hear it on Tuesday mornings. Anybody? I do. My life. My life is full of blues days. No, okay. it's not. Um, last week I went, no, it was this Sunday. This Sunday I went grocery shopping and I ended up going through a roundabout and I forgot about it and I was very frustrated. Oh, kept, yeah. You were mad at me. Well, this no, this was when I went grocery shopping, oh. not when I went to pick up the business cards. Surprised I didn't get blamed for that, too. Well, you always get blamed for roundabouts. <laughs> I believe that they are specifically caused by you. Yeah. Um, back home, we believe that they cause tornadoes, uh -huh. which is really... <laughs> tornadoes. Tornadoes. Oh, uh, yeah. But every time I go on one, I always get off on the wrong exit because I don't know, like, which way to get out. It's there, like a circle. You know, they have signs that depict which side to stay on to get out. It's true. Yes. I, I, <laughs> but I will grant you there's one roundabout. It's the one over by Menards. I can't think of the road. Menards on one side. There's Home Goods, Wal Walmart. It's in Cedar Falls. It's a little tricky. I was on that one last night, and I do get a little anxious every time I'm that, on that. That one does make me uncomfortable. It's that weird. You're coming down a hill. It's like two lanes that turns into one and then back into two if you're going to Menards. I, it's, that one's a little tricky. It, no one does that one correct. No. no one does. It's survival of the fittest. But the ones over on University aren't so bad. Yes, they are. I, like, <laughs> I, I, do, I do get a kick out when people say I went through the roundabout because my mind yeah. immediately, like, you just drive straight like over the T-bar right yeah. over top. <laughs> like, how's your car doing? We should be asking how your car is doing. The thing is, if you do get hung up on the curb on a roundabout, you're there and everyone's going to see it, see you stuck yeah. up on it. It's so frustrating when people <laughs> honk at me. You get honked at in a roundabout? Yes, every single well, time. It probably doesn't, you don't have Iowa license plates yet, either do you? No, I so, still have so, PA. Yeah, so they plate. see that right away and they're yeah. like, oh, great, an out-of-towner. Fresh meat. <laughs> Fresh meat, look at her with her Liberty Bell. Because <laughs> it's Pennsylvania. Okay, so roundabout still, still not your thing. I will refuse to go to places because there's a roundabout. Wow, that is so limiting in Cedar. You should move to, uh, I don't know, Waverly or something. All right, JP, do you have anything? 
I didn't get coffee this morning. That's not yeah. really a blues day thing. What's going on? I don't, I don't know. I didn't. I wasn't feeling it. Oh. I just. But now I'm hurting. I need caffeine. <laughs> JP, I we have a Keurig machine here. I know. I call. I lovingly call that the piece of crap coffee. <laughs> no, you because don't. I would rather go get it professionally made and pay way too much money rather well. than I rather than drink the crap coffee that we have here. It is an interesting situation to be in because we're very close. Now they're open because it's after seven. We're very close to a sidecar, but I don't think they deliver. If and, they do, I don't. They don't advertise. And the thing is, I bet I could get there and back in ten minutes. Yeah, but that'd be the one time where I'd get a flat tire. Something happens with my car. There's a line of fifteen cars. Right. And you guys are wondering where did he go? Did he go to Waverly? I think at about nine thirty, we'd be like, "Where's JP? He's been gone for an hour and a half. He's stuck on the roundabout." <laughs> All right, you and your roundabout. All right, JP, you've got my sympathy, brother. I unfortunately have a blues day that's so first world, so asinine. <laughs> But I feel almost guilty sharing it. There's a brand of rosé I'm looking for. Oh, jeez. Yes. Not for me. I don't drink it. It's five ninety nine. It's the cheapest rosé there is, and I can't find it anywhere. <laughs> so you? the other day, she asked for some. She's coming home tonight. She was at the farm. I got her one that was seven ninety nine. <gasps> I really broke the bank. <laughs> oh, man. I was just going to ask if she knows this, but now she does, obviously, because well, you just made the statement on air. listening, then she'll be... Well, she should be happy. It was eight bucks with tax and the five cent deposit. It was almost is, nine. Is that that? I'm not a wine guy. Is Either that cheap? I mean, is eight bucks still really cheap for, for a, a rose. bottle of wine? Yes, okay, for a rosé, it's pretty cheap. Um, um, but you're a big spender. Eight bucks for your wife? Oh, yeah. happy wife, happy life. Well, our anniversary is coming up. We'll get up to maybe nine bucks. Maybe, maybe you'll get a box of wine for the oh, anniversary. Ooh. Thank you, Jim. Yeah. That's like three bottles in one. Well, that fits perfectly in a fridge because it's symmetrical. It's true, and you know it's great is if she gets mad and tries to hit me over the head with it, it's cardboard. So <laughs> I won't suffer a concussion. All right, we've got a whole smattering of Tuesday Blues Days, and this guy is upset because he's trying to be a gentleman. You know how, like, when you open the door for someone and they just kind of walk past you? And I'm not just saying, like, they don't thank you, uh, but they just, like, walk past you as if you should have opened the door and then everyone opens the door for them and, like, that's how they are. They're, like, royalty. Like, I, I, it's, not just, it's rude. Well, I, I get what he's saying. By the way, we, you didn't, we didn't get a name on that submission. I get what he's saying, but it's still the right thing to do, right? You should be opening the doors for people. It's nice. It's it's not because you don't think the person can open the door themselves. It's just, yeah, it's a nice gesture. Yeah. Although it is nice to at least get a smile. Uh, here in our building, we're in the Blacks building. Sometimes when I'm leaving, if I leave at the right time, a couple of the businesses upstairs seem to have returned. I will push the uh, door open button for the person behind me. They're always very nice and appreciative. I'm like, hang on, it's going to open for you. Oh, that's great. Isn't that nice? That's chivalry. I love that. But have you ever had one of those experiences where you open the door and you're like maybe like five feet in front of them, so you're waiting for like 30 seconds for them to come through? That's when if they don't give you a thank you, you close the door, the next door on them. You walk to the next one. (laughs) That sounds like Carrie going through a roundabout. She wants people just to wait for her until she's completely exited and then they can take their turn. Carrie's the only one getting honked at at a door. (laughs) All right. If you want to uh, submit a Tuesday Blues Day, that was a long rip. Wow. Tappy on the radio. We got another one here from a K-Country listener. Tappy on the radio and follow the instructions. It sends us your recording. It does not put your name on it, so that's why I mentioned earlier, if you want us uh, to know who you are, you'll have to mention that. You're recording. Okay, here we go. Look, I know that a cat and a dog won't listen to the radio, especially my cat and dog, but um, I really can't handle it when my cat, my pets are so rude in the middle of the night. It's <laughs> 4 o'clock in the morning, and it's they think it's playtime, and they run around the house and jump on things and knock water glasses over, and it's like, go to bed. <laughs> First of all, I sympathize. However, a long time ago, Hannah and I kicked the cats out of the bedroom, much to her chagrin, because they kept knocking my stuff over. They broke something on my nightstand, and that was the final straw. And so they haven't been back in since. That's it's a pretty simple solution. I don't know why. Try that. Well, have you ever had a dog that gets the zoomies around like six or seven o'clock at night? The zoomies. The zoomies where they're just like running around like a crazy person Our or cats a crazy dog. Do, but we don't have a dog. But I I can't imagine a big like hundred pound dog doing that. Oof, it's 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 a struggle. Things have been knocked over. Why don't they just go to bed? Yeah, cats are extremely active at night. Yeah, they are. It's nice though, we haven't had it in a while, but we had a couple of mice that snuck in 
last winter or maybe last spring. And you'd hear, like, sounds of cats running, and you'd go, I bet they got one. The next morning, there'd be a little dead mouse on the floor. They didn't eat it? Well, okay, so one time, not oh, to be graphic, there must be a story. We, oh, no. We found in the basement, which, thank goodness, that's where the mouse was, we found a tail and some guts. Oh. And all three cats were accounted for. So eat, they need to eat their leftovers. They, they, well, here's what I think happened is one killed it, started eating, and then another one came by. He's like, I want to eat that. And then the other one's like, no, you're not. And then they fought and forgot it was even down there. <laughs> that's, me, yeah. that's me with like a chicken sandwich or something. Yeah. yeah that you is just true. have food laying around your apartment. If you yeah. come up to Carrie while she's eating lunch, she'll, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, whoa, I just came <laughs> in there to ask you a question. <laughs> <laughs> Spray me with a water bottle, then get, I'll be fine. we got to get the laser mouse so Carrie gets distracted. <laughs> All right, that's Tuesday Blues. we got a whole bunch more, but we're running out of time, so we'll save them for next week. That can be your Blues Days. We didn't get to yours on this show today. But we'll have a lot more next week. It's Mark's in the Morning. Here's what's going It's time to play Gender Bender on Mark's in the Morning. Hey, Johnny Marks, who are our contestants today? Should be a fun round, Dave. We've got uh, two players that I know are ready to roll here. I'm going to introduce him to you now from Tripola. Ransom is on line one. How you doing, buddy? All doing pretty good. Glad to hear that. Your opponent, April, is calling in from Walesburg. April, how are you doing? Doing good. That is awesome. You two are going to play Gender Bender. Before we get started, a couple things. You'll each get your questions from JP. That's uh, where you'll get your questions, April. Ransom, you'll get yours from Carrie. And whoever has a better score wins. It's that simple, but sometimes, oftentimes, we have a tie. So we've got a tiebreaker in case we need it. Off the air, JP, <laughs> JP was saying you're each going to get two out of three, so no pressure. <laughs> I was saying that the difficulty level today was mediocre. Okay. Not too hard. It's, it's in the middle. That is such a, that's a high bar because now if somebody gets a one. Then I'll laugh at them. Then, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> at least you've been warned. If they get uh, zero, oof, watch out for oh, JP. JP, the claws are out. Ransom, you are our first caller today. So are you going first or is April? Ladies first. All right. Ladies first. That means, JP, let's see how your questions pan out, buddy. April, true or false? A leap year has 326 days. True or false? False. Yes. It would be one more than a normal year of 366. Yeah. At 320. That's a short year. <laughs> I thought you were going to question that, Johnny, when no. you were like, uh. Well, it's like 326. <laughs> well, remember the other day I said there were 56 weeks in a year? Yes. See, that's why I thought so, maybe you were going to get confused on this I'm, one again. I'm adding days. This question's taking away days. <laughs> All right, April. The Ryder Cup is awarded in which sport? Horse racing, golf, or curling? Golf. You are absolutely correct. Is that the one with the green jacket, too? Or is that the Masters? That's the Masters. That's the Masters. All right. Well, she's two out of three, so that's a great start. JP's predicting you'll get this one in, wrong. In the Ryder Cup, Johnny, you get a moving van. Okay. <laughs> well played. All right, April. If your military grade is Lieutenant JG, what does the letters JG stand for? Oh. Yeah, this is the one I thought was my, tough. My brother might kill me for this one. Oh, no. Uh... JG. Lieutenant JG. I really have no idea. Uh, I'm going to regret it. It would be, probably going to be something I know. It would be actress Jennifer Gray from Dirty Dancing. Yeah. No. Nobody <laughs> puts baby in a corner. <laughs> It'd be junior grade. Lieutenant junior uh, grade. Can you imagine if JP was a JG? Oh, yeah. Very confusing. All right. That's still two out of three. And Ransom, that's the score to at least match the force of tiebreaker. You were right. Told you, two out of three. You were right. Well, I believe Ransom could get three out of three, maybe. I don't know. Put the pressure on You can't say, I believe, maybe. (laughs) It's like saying, I'll do my taxes, maybe. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. True or false? So you have a 50-50 shot at this one. Cucumber juice can be used to tighten pores. Yes. Yes, it's true. <laughs> true or false, and he says yes. <laughs> well, well, we'll take that as a true. So what does that mean? You have to put it all over your face? You have to drink it? I mean, yeah. you no, know, yeah. Do you is... drink cucumber juice? I've never I even seen it. I've seen cucumber water, but not juice. Have you seen people put cucumbers on their eyes? Yeah. I think it's supposed to tighten the pores so like less oil gets through. So you just dump juice on your face? It's not <laughs> juice. There's probably a specific <laughs> thing. Throw some, let's, let's get to the next you question. You throw some ranch dressing in there. I'm all about <laughs> Come it. Come on. Stop all it. Right. This ain't an Iowa salad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what item is recommended to use to clean chrome bathroom fixtures? Alcohol, vinegar, or yogurt? 
vinegar? No alcohol. Oh, that's a good guess. I would have thought that, too. I'm glad you didn't say yogurt. You could drink <laughs> yeah. alcohol while you clean your bathroom. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Some for you, some for me. Have a mimosa while uh, you're cleaning <laughs> up that bathroom floor. All right, this is key. Ransom, you get it right. We'll go to a tiebreaker. Okay. What profession do the letters OBGYN represent? Obstetrician. Gynecologist? Yes! Wow! I was telling Carrie, I said, well, we'll accept it if you, you know, said come on somewhat close, but I think that's exactly it, isn't it? Yeah, that's exactly it. That's the lady Two for doctor. three! I told you guys! Oh, wow. Two for three for Now both. we're going to have to hear about this all day. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> Alright, well, it's time for a tiebreaker, and before uh, JP reads it, let me remind you, April, you'll uh, get the, I'm sorry, Ransom, you'll get the first, no, April, sorry, let me try that again. April, you'll get the first guess. Uh, and it's percentage-based between 1 and 100. Good luck. A new survey reveals what percent of married couples rate their marriage as only 4 out of 10. <laughs> what percentage of married couples say that their marriage is only, meh, a 4 out of 10? Oof. 26%. All right, Ransom. April says 26%. What's your guess? 27 you guys are both pretty close. 33% of married couples say they're only 4 out of 10. 33% of married couples are very unhappy, it sounds like. That's, uh, <laughs> unless they're Jedi, may the force be with you. I don't think <laughs> that was bad. It's dead. Yeah, that was bad. All right. Uh, April, thank you so much for calling today. We appreciate it. And if you want, you can certainly call back anytime this week and try again, okay? Thank you. Congrats. Thank you so much, April. Have a wonderful day. Ransom, it's all about uh, the guys today. Our 20th win. I'm saying R like I was part of this. The 20th win for the men on the year. Uh, congratulations. Hang on the line. We'll get your info. And well, I'm going to say something, and I don't mean this to sound controversial, but women belong in the kitchen. Wait, what? That's right. I'm not going to say a word this segment. Now, what I... <laughs> What I'm referring to oh, is the beating you're getting later <laughs> is uh, Burger King tweeted this yesterday for International Women's Day. Burger King tweeted with no explanation of what they meant. Simply women belong in the kitchen. Oh, now there's a, what is the cliche? All PR is good PR. All publicity is good publicity. Mm -hmm. This was not very good for them. By the way, this was the UK Burger King UK. Oh, of course, it's in the UK. But International Women's Day. Burger King was trying to associate women as being important for, you know, being chefs or creating new food, but they didn't give any reason behind the tweet until later. And they were hammered. They apologized. They deleted it. Of course, it's, you could find photos of it everywhere. So Burger King was trending yesterday on Twitter, appropriately, where they made their comment for uh, their, their remark, women belong in the kitchen. And literally, I'll, I'll show you, because I didn't screenshot it, but somebody did. It's all it said. Oh, wow. my goodness. Again, they were trying to promote more women. They, they're, they're doing a scholarship. I don't know if this is in the U.S., but they're doing a scholarship for female chefs, not just for Burger King restaurants, but all across uh, the UK, but they didn't put that in the context of the tweet. Do they have an intern working there and just say, "Hey, we need you to tweet this out. Yeah, this I is what know. we're trying to promote," and you that's forgot, all he you put. To put the URL on there. <laughs> I feel like the intern would have caught that. I feel like it was someone higher up and someone yeah. who was a bit higher up in the age. Maybe, scale. maybe a little bit. First, they tried defending the tweet. Then they just apologized and deleted everything between the uh, explanation and then the original tweet. And then they tweeted this: "We hear you." We got our initial tweet wrong. We're sorry. Our aim was to draw attention to the fact that only 20% of professional chefs in the UK are women. And we're starting a new scholarship. So Well, there you go. Add that in yeah. the initial tweet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. No, you're right. They should have because easily they could have fit all that in. <laughs> or they could have fit in more on their original tweet. Tweets are what now? 200 some characters? Yeah, 240. I 240. Think. They could have fit it all in. Uh, but anyways, they got hammered, and so if you see that or saw that they were trending but didn't check up why, it's not because of a new sandwich, it's because of that tweet. Oh. So there you go. That's, it's, it's like one of those things when you see a commercial and you think, that's ridiculous. The marketing team probably spent millions of dollars coming up with this promotion, and right. it's just terrible. No one second-guessed this tweet before they hit I submit? I don't know. Isn't it crazy how often big companies flub social media posts yeah. and then they get hammered over it for 
well, forever, because it's once it's up, it's permanent. Even if they delete it, somebody will screenshot it. It always happens. Oh, my goodness. But you can also tell that the person who sent this tweet out, can we all agree, it was a guy who didn't know so? better? Well, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> You'll never, we'll never know who actually hit the send button. Oh, my gosh. Uh, but there you go. That was the big hubble, 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 it was a, It was a whopper. It was a ha! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you are right, it was. All right, we'll, uh, we'll follow up on that if anything changes. But my guess is that that person's been let go from the company uh, or whatever marketing team it was. What would you do differently a year ago, 2020, March 2020, if you knew COVID was going to be what it is or what it Hopefully, we'll be saying was very soon. I ask this because we are on the one-year anniversary of almost to the one-year anniversary of the lockdowns, but certainly in the one-year anniversary of all the people starting to experience uh, the effects of COVID. For example, remember Tom Hanks and his wife, Rita Wilson, ended up with COVID in the first couple of weeks of March. Mm-hmm. Then March Madness got scrapped. First, it was like postponed, and then they just canceled it, which was historic. Major League Baseball season was scrapped until, what, July they finally started up? And a lot of us thought, oh, by fall we'll be out of this. I remember we were talking about, you know, will we have Rag Brian in the late summer? Will we have Irish Fest? Of course, we had neither of those. But here we are a year later starting to plan more concretely our spring slash summer. But what would you have done differently if you knew it would be a full year before we were starting to emerge? I would have gone to the stores and bought all the toilet paper I could. <laughs> because He'd been selling it as, out of his car. Well, as a father of three kids, we were getting very low, and I just couldn't find toilet yeah. paper anywhere. It was nuts. So I didn't know. I thought, I'm like, well, what am I going to do? Newspapers? <laughs> Printer paper? <laughs> I suppose Kleenexes. Printer paper. <laughs> I had that at home. Yeah, my butt hurts. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. Uh, <laughs> oh, my goodness. The Tina. Tuesday morning. What a nice day. It's going to be today. We're looking at, uh, we'll, we'll just round up. Should we round up and say 70 degrees? Let's do it. Let's say 70 degrees, high today, low tonight in the uh, mid-40s. Tomorrow, much the same, but with more rain in the forecast. Hey, guess what? We're looking ahead to Thursday because we're going to have... No, we're not going to have a drink on the air. I am. JP is right now. We're going to have Justin Moore on the show. Justin Moore will be here with us, uh, obviously, on the phone. I wish we could have him in studio. He will be in the area in July at the Buchanan County Fair in Independence. That's the 8th. Yep, 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 yep. That's a Thursday if you're looking at your calendar. And then he'll be back at a show in Cedar Rapids late September, I believe the 25th, if I'm not mistaken, which uh, I'm cheating and looking at a calendar, but that's a Saturday. So Justin will be with us. We've got a, a couple of appearances this summer and fall to look forward to with Mr. Moore in Iowa. So uh, why not kick it off with an appearance on Marks in the Morning? If you got a question for Justin, Justin's been making music since, what, about 2008 or nine. He's no rookie. Uh, send us a message on the K92.3 Instagram. Carrie's posted on our story um, a post about Justin. You just write your question in there, and we'll take credit for it when we ask it to him Thursday morning. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. Just kidding. He's not kidding. He's not kidding. He's going to steal all of your ideas, so please send them our way. Uh, Mr. Moore, we got a question from uh, Mark's comma Johnny. Your four kids, uh, are they going to be country stars? That's a great question, uh, Mark's comma Johnny. Yeah. No, we won't do that. But uh, if you have a question, let us know. How different would your life look if it weren't for COVID? It's a simple question, but it's one you might have to think about. Carrie posted this on our Facebook page a little bit ago, about 10 minutes ago. And we kind of hinted at it about 10 minutes ago on the air. And JP, I don't know if you were being serious. Were you being serious? You would have hoarded, like, quite literally stashed away toilet paper? Yeah, not more than what I think I would need. But I I was starting to, it wasn't a freak out really, but I started to think, what am I going to do? I can't find toilet paper anywhere. And you have three kids. Yeah. So with you, that's four people. And that's, you know, Carrie and I can't relate. Although you were living at home with your family at the time. Yeah. yeah. I'm just two people with my wife. So we... We were never in a panic, but I do remember here at work, we we had like hundreds of rolls. We could inexplicably for months and months before the pandemic. And all of a sudden we were like, wow, that was really smart. We yeah. bought all that. And, and I think we've gotten a box or two in. Of course, that's work toilet paper, which is one ply. And <laughs> you've got to be very careful or you're going to be 
You're going to be regretting your life. You're going to set something on fire. Yeah. (laughs) There's a reason we wash our hands for 20 seconds here before the pandemic. Right. We were always good at that. Most (laughs) most people were at work. But how different would your life look if it weren't for COVID? Were you planning a vacation? Maybe would you have squeezed in a vacation last early, early spring slash winter? Uh, Would you have maybe spent more time with a family member you haven't been able to see because either they're maybe at an advanced age or at a higher risk? What would you have done differently, if anything? Carrie, do you have anything you would have done differently? Well, I don't know if I would have been working here if it wasn't for COVID. Like, Explain that. Because I, I just graduated college, so kind of I had my life planned out in a certain direction. And I was hoping the plan was to do some stuff in like New York City, but I'm very happy with where I ended up. Um, From NYC to IA. No, I was going to spend some time out there hanging out with friends, maybe like looking for jobs uh, out there, like you. like boots on the ground. Um, but I, and then COVID happened, and then I got stuck back at home in Pennsylvania, and I'm very happy with where I am now, and I've always been one to believe that things happen for a reason, and while I'm not happy about COVID happening, I'm... I'm happy that things lined up. Yeah, yeah. No, I, that makes perfect sense. I was very lucky. I was able to go on a Florida vacation with my dad. This time last year, I believe this time last year, we were in Florida. And the world just shut down, not just us here in the U.S. and different states, but the, the entire world shut down kind of while we were there. In fact, when I got back, there was some talk about whether or not I'd have to go for two weeks in quarantine. That was before we did the 10-day thing. It was two weeks, you know, which is significantly longer than 10 days, 14 days and out of the office, working at home or quarantining. You know, it was really early in the pandemic and I didn't. And obviously nothing came of it. But we were starting to actually there's rumblings going around here at the office. Like, what are we going to do if Johnny can't come back? What if you can't fly back from Florida? What are we going to do? And I had uh, we had an all stations conference call with our CEO and COO. I was there. I was in Florida still. And I thought for sure he was going to say something about shutting down the offices. And it ended up that a lot of us did work from home. The DJs were able to come in in our front office. And we're still on that rotation. Uh, we're, you know, half the time some are here and half the time some are at home. And it works. It works just fine. But, yeah, I get you. And, you're, you, of course, we're going to have a big party. <laughs> oh, we partied every day you were gone. I know. Everybody does. <laughs> so, right, I partied without you. Sipping mimosas and Mai Tais on the beach. Oh, my gosh. I was supposed to go to Nashville, but then the tornado happened and then COVID happened. they got one-two punched, and then they had the bombing at Christmas time, too. Yeah. Downtown. Just terrible. Well, how about you? Well, of course, we always open up our phone lines, but this question is on Facebook, and we'd love to hear from you there. Facebook.com slash K923Waterloo, or you can just search K923KCountry, and we pop right up. I think it's the first post on there. You can tap that message button on the K92.3 app as well. We'd love to hear from you on the app. Would you have done anything different in your life for for COVID during the lead-up? I would have loved to have supported local restaurants more. Hannah and I went to Wilbo right before I went to Florida, which is right when the world shut down. Mm. I would have loved to have tried some other restaurants and haven't been able to go to since. All right, we'll be back. Let us know again on our Facebook page what you would have done differently. We'll be back with a history lesson from JP, FGL, and Justin Moore. We're going to hear from him, why we drink. Coming up, local COVID. This show in two short days, Thursday morning, a little bit earlier than the current time, about 810, 8.05, 8.10, we'll have him on. Uh, you'll want to definitely be a part of that interview. And how can you be a part? You can tell us a question. Give us a question, something you want us to ask Justin Moore, and we'll do it on our K92.3 Instagram. It's in our story. Just tap on the story and then uh, submit your question there. You'll see right away. Where to ask Justin uh, one of your questions. So if you've ever wanted to ask him anything about one of his songs, his albums, his family, let us know and we'll uh, pass that question along. Uh, Also, before we get to JP's history lesson, you're going to want to download that K92.3 app if you don't already have it. Because in about a month, maybe less, slightly less, we're going to have a whole bunch of cash to give away. Our cash cow is coming back. It is the worst kept secret in the world because I can't keep my mouth shut. (laughs) Another chance to win a whole lot of money. How much? How does the game work? That you'll have to wait for. Lawyers won't let me say. But I will tell you, Cash Cow is coming back. And having that app is your key to win. K923 in your app store or K92.3. If you can't find it for some reason, just type in the letters K-O-E-L. And uh, we'll pop right up. Okay, JP, it's uh, it's 840. It's time for a history lesson. And this one I think will resonate with people in the 
Midwest, right? Oh, well, there's no flamenco music for me this morning. Oh, yeah, no sorry, Hispanic sorry. guitars. I thought uh, we were going to find a new one for you, but we never did. So. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. See, now we can't really change it. No, we're stuck with this. <laughs> Even though we haven't had a story that relates to this. <laughs> two weeks from now, years from now, people will tune in and I'll be doing this this day in history. And they'll hear this music like, why, why are they playing this what music? What is this? It was on March 9th, 1984, the movie... Children of the Corn was released in theaters nationwide. What year? I'm sorry. 1984. Oh, This okay. was Linda Hamilton's second major role. The Terminator, uh, right? Yeah. It, uh, James Cameron's ex-wife. Sarah Connor, yeah, in The Terminator. <laughs> Children of the Corn was based on the short story by Stephen King in 1977. Do you guys know where that story originally appeared in? It was a magazine. Um, You're never going to guess. Penthouse Magazine. Of no all places. way, was it? Children what? of the Corn originally appeared. I was going to guess in the New York Times. Penthouse Magazine, yeah. Was Stephen King a, was he a contributor or did they just buy his story? He wrote the story. I don't, I, I don't know how often he had any of his work in Penthouse or any I, other magazines, but this one was. was. It was later put in like a, a book of short stories called Night Shift from Stephen King. That's far more palatable for most. (laughs) (laughs) The movie was set in Nebraska, but filmed almost entirely in the state of Iowa, in western Iowa. And I think the remake was two years later. Yeah, there's been three or four, but they're all pretty much terrible after the first one. Mm. There was even a Children of the Corn movie that came out last October, which I believe no one one knew, because for one, it was in the pandemic, so it probably wasn't released in theaters, but there was a movie last year that came out called Children of the Corn. Murderous children that worship a demon. That's uh, some good family viewing. Was it like he who walks behind the rose, something like that? And their Mm. eyes lit up. Stop it, stop it. It It's actually so much. It is a really good I haven't seen the the remake, but the original is really quite quite creepy. What a terrible time though to release a movie called Children of the Corn in March. There's no corn growing (laughs) yet. They should they should release it. September, early October would have been perfect to release yeah. a movie called Children of the Corn. Not only for Halloween, but you're right, for yeah. Harvest and the relevancy to the, well, Nebraska where it takes place, but even Iowa where it was filmed. You're right. All right, there you go. <laughs> that is your history lesson for today. And I don't know if that movie's streaming on any platform, either the original or any of the remakes, but if it is, give it a watch in honor of uh, being on the history lesson. We'll be back with Luke Combs. One number away is just a couple minutes. K92.3. It's Johnny Marks, Carrie Mack, James Patrick, JP. Uh, weird News Radio is coming up in a little bit. This is not, I don't think this is a terribly weird story, but it's, um, I don't know, it's kind of interesting. Wallet Hub has come out with their annual list of the happiest cities in America. They do put this out every year, the first quarter of, of the year. And... The only Iowa City in the top, I mean, this is a big deal to be in the top 10, but there's only one Iowa City in the top 10, and it's our neighbor slightly to the south, Cedar Rapids, number nine on the list, which is really good. They did very well in emotional slash physical well-being. That was, uh, you know, of all the metrics where they came in at the top. So let's just uh, take a little credit since we're so close by and say that we're in, somewhere in the top 10 here. I think it's a big deal, even though we are not Cedar Rapids, that a city in Iowa is represented in this. It's the whole nation. Yeah, uh, we are, we're lucky enough to have two. Des Moines ranked 36, well, which, which is great. <laughs> no one cares about Des Moines. Through the capital city. <laughs> yeah, Cedar Rapids. So Cedar Rapids did really well in uh, two departments. One, Crunchberry Day, uh, <laughs> which uh, somehow didn't make it. But they did very, very well in emotional and physical well-being and community and environment. The only situation, the only of the three major metrics that they didn't score higher in, which is why they weren't higher on the list, was income and employment, which is odd because I was always had, even through the pandemic, one of the lowest, and if you don't count Hawaii, the lowest uh, unemployment rate in the whole country. So that one surprised me a little bit, but that's still a pretty big deal. Other cities that make the top 10 that are from the Midwest, Fargo, North Dakota, and Bismarck were two and three. Actually, Bismarck was two, Fargo was three. Madison, Wisconsin, number four. There's a party town. And our good old friends in Lincoln, Nebraska, were number seven. So the Midwest, very well represented just outside the top 10, was Sioux Falls, uh, which is in South Dakota. Carrie Mack, you're from Pennsylvania, and I hate to break it to you, but no cities in Pennsylvania. Oh, one did. 
Pittsburgh was number 76. That's pretty good. I think the main reason is because they put fries on their sandwiches and their salads there. <laughs> is that why they did so well? Probably. But also nothing. I'm from Pennsylvania. You got Philly, you got Pittsburgh, you got Scranton on a good day. There's not much else going on. Really? Yeah. I mean, Iowa only had two. So it's not like we can brag. Nebraska had two. Minnesota had two. Wisconsin had two. Uh, the, the most of the cities were either way, way, way west or way, way, way east. Florida, I guess, had a bunch. That's in the south. So uh, if you want an award, I've got this up on the K92.3 app. But is it, what is the old expression? Happiness is where your heart is. Or the grass is always greener on the other side. Oh, there you go. <laughs> well, apparently neither of those are true. They're both wrong. It's not on the Wall and Hub list. But uh, see more on the K92.3 app. All right. Weird News Rodeo's on the way. It's a weird news story with Whip and Howard Dean sound effects thrown in. Why? Because, well, we couldn't actually get a real whip or the real Howard Dean to come in, so we had to use the sound effects. That's coming up in about 10 minutes on Marks in the Morning. I didn't get the hook from JP right at 920. Stop the hearty song in the middle. It's time for Weird News Rodeo on Marks in the Morning. JP giving us a weird news story, and I get to hit all the sound effects buttons my heart desires. Carrie, we're heading towards your old stomping ground, sort of. We're going east to Boston. Uh, Boston, park the car in the Harvard Yard. Yeah. <laughs> Police in Boston had an interesting call last week. It was close to 11 o'clock at night. They had a 911 call for an unknown problem. Very vague. So when they arrived, they were met by a 20-year-old female who told them that she was on the train when a guy sat down across from her. She described the man as wearing all black attire, wearing a mask, covering his entire face. He had his hood up, and the drawstring was pulled tightly around his face, so he couldn't see anything. She had no idea who this guy was. The woman said the guy typed a message on his phone and extended his arm across the train car to show her the message, which read, I am Satan. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, my God. He reportedly kept staring at her intently, scaring her enough to find the police and point the man out. When officers stopped the 22-year-old guy to ask, dude, what are you doing? Why were you doing this? He said he was simply trying to flirt with her. <laughs> and, and, and he was trying to be funny and, quote, I was going to try to get her number. Wow, that's a good method right there. The officers kindly explained that his attempt was not a great way to pick up women and in this case had the complete opposite effect. Did they just send him on his way or did yeah, he get arrested? They escorted him away from oh. the train station and also escorted her to her next stop. Should go get him some holy water. If that's his way of hitting on girls, what's his backup option? Like, which other option did he pass up on to go with Al? Just tell her I'm Satan. Probably some really good pickup lines. <laughs> I know. We all know those work every time, right, Carrie? <laughs> okay, Carrie, so if a dude came up to you and said, hey, I'm Satan, what would your response be? Um, I... I'd say I'm out of here. You wouldn't say, what time's dinner? <laughs> I we... tell him to go to H-E double hockey sticks. <laughs> yeah, go back home. We... <laughs> what happened to the old-fashioned, like, oh, are you an angel because you look like you... Like, does it... Oops, I... sorry, Kevin. <laughs> I... It's like, well, I'm sorry, I hear the music. My, my fault, I hit the wrong button there. I was playing with the sound effects and I turned off all of our mics. Say that again. People are going to think I censored you. Terry said nothing wrong. I just hit a button. What happened to the old, like, uh, it looks like, did it hurt when it fell from, with, uh, I can't even do oh, it yeah. Sorry, so I blew your thing. So it sounds you know. like his pickup line is better than yours, yeah. Terry. No, you know, <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? The one where it's like, did it hurt when you fell from heaven? Like, that? why do you have to go to H-E double hockey sticks? Yeah, instead of, yeah, why, I get you. No, I get you. Thank you. I, yeah. What if his name was Satan, though? What if his parents named him Satan? Satan Anderson. It's a very unfortunate. <laughs> Nobody pronounces it right. It's Satan. It's Bill Zabob. <laughs> it was probably Tom Brady. And why oh. wouldn't he just why wouldn't he just say something rather than type it on a phone? That's the creepy part, I think. It's all pretty creepy. But yes, you're right. Men in their early twenties can be garbage sometimes. This, this is why women go for older guys, right? Yeah, that's why I'm there trying to marry George Clooney. Oh, well, all right. <laughs> Here, here's a question. If a girl is a cougar, what's an older man? Like, uh, an older woman's a cougar. What's a guy? Uh, st- Satan. <laughs> <laughs> a weirdo. I don't know. Um, her father? No. I don't oh, know. Jerry. Late to the party, apparently. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be back in a few minutes with news and weather, plus Tim McGraw's new song called Undivided. Lee Bryce on the way, too. Hang on. I have a question for country superstar Justin Moore. We need to hear it. There was Justin will be on with us on Thursday, a little bit after 8 o'clock. 
Calling up the uh, the radio show here for a little chat, a little Q&A, because he's got two big shows coming to Iowa. Number one is the Buchanan County Fair in July. Can't wait for that. Outdoor music, outdoor concerts, summer music, summer festival. Oh, I can't wait. And then uh, again in the fall, early fall, in Cedar Rapids in September. We'll have more on that as we get closer. Tickets to the Buchanan County Fair show are on sale. That is a Thursday, July 8th. So get them to us. Carrie, how do we do it? How do I ask a question for Justin? If you want to ask a question for Justin, our very close and personal friend, oh, Justin yes, Moore, right. you can check out our Instagram, Marks in the Morning, K92.3, and it's on our Instagram story, and it'll be on there for the next 24 hours. There you go. Check it out. We uh, can't wait to have him on the show on Thursday morning. You're on K92.3. Before we go, before we wrap things up, beautiful day today. It'll be the warmest day of the year so far. We might hit 70. JP, you had a, uh, did you have a stat on the last time we got this warm in March? The last time we had a 70-degree day was the second week of November. Oh, really? Yeah. Normally, people think weather talk is boring, and it can be. But JP knows so much. He did not read that off of anywhere. He looked up in the sky. <laughs> had to I licked it. my fingers. I yeah. felt the breeze. <laughs> but weather chat is never boring with JP because he'll tell you when it snows. He'll tell you the last time it snowed on that day and all that. He's like a, a walking weatherpedia, here's, weather encyclopedia. Here's something else, ironically. March 8th, yesterday, March 8th of 2020 was our first 70-degree day. Uh. And this year, our first 70-degree day could be March 9th. So same week. There you go. I'll take this year's 70-degree day because we have about 70% fewer COVID cases. How's that? Yeah. (laughs) We did last year. Speaking of, if you haven't heard by now, as of yesterday, I was extended those eligible for the vaccine. Obviously, 65-plus remains eligible. But now those 16 to 64 with pre-existing conditions are also eligible. I work in radio. Is that a pre-existing condition? We have other issues. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. Although our buddy Rogers now one in, one vaccine in. Uh, I, I don't when, know which one he got, but one of the ones that requires two doses. When did, how, do you know how long he, Roger has to wait until he gets number I, two? I two don't. Weeks. Two, okay. two weeks. Okay. Well, typically that's what... I know that's the case with the Moderna shot that my parents got. So he's, two weeks. he's the only one in our office that has been vaccinated so far, correct? He is. Yeah. Which is odd. About two weeks ago, I didn't know anybody besides my wife's grandparents. And I guess my mom had her first one. Now, almost everybody in my circle is. My parents are both. My uh, Hannah's grandparents, my grandmother, step-grandmother, Roger, obviously. Carrie, your parents are both one in. Mm-hmm. I feel well, like my, I know them. My dad is two in. My mom's one oh, in. Oh, your, your dad's done. Your dad's probably out there right now having coffee on the street somewhere, just having fun. He's shaking hands with everybody that wanders by. Yep. He's kissing everyone he can. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, we're getting there. So if you're interested, if you're uh, desiring the vaccine, we're getting close. Uh, or maybe you're already there, depending on, on where you fall. We have more info on the K92.3 app. I will say this. Good luck. Just going on CVS's website. I almost threw my iPad across the room today because I was trying to – I don't qualify, but I wanted to see how far you could get in the process. I couldn't even get past – I live in Iowa. And it was like, oh, all the bookings are full. Well, thanks. Hmm. Not like you could sign up for another time. Oh, no. I'm not bitter. <laughs> yes, you are. At you least know. you didn't get the flu. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't either. Nobody. I don't know of anybody that got it. Yeah, it's been a very mild flu season. If there was even a flu season this year, I don't think there really was. Not even in the schools. I never even yeah. heard about it coming through my kids' schools. I got a flu shot too, and it's probably just living it up in my body. They're not doing anything. Thanks for doing nothing. <laughs> wow. You, Living rent-free in I re- my arm. I remember a couple of weeks ago you said you're going to be much more positive. <laughs> I'm very positive. You're being quite bitter the oh. last few minutes. Okay, just just about my flu shot. My, my live rent-free flu shot. Live rent-free. That's saving you from maybe other diseases, too. Could be. Yeah. I think mine wore off because I got mine like the second day in August when you were eligible. I think it was August 2nd, literally. And I think they were rolled out August 1st. And I went in for a physical, a routine checkup, and boy, they found a lot of things wrong. But they also told me to get the flu shot. They hooked me up to a machine. It was crazy. My check engine light was on. Hello. I'm hey, here all week. Hello. You, you have a lot of problems, sir, oh. but we'll, uh, we'll give you this flu shot for starters. Yeah. Come back <laughs> every day for the next two weeks. The oil change was really painful. Oh. Jeez. <laughs> they had to replace my drip pan. What? No. Oh, stop. Stop. I will stop. <laughs> Carrie's got it from here with the Nashville News Minute, our last one of the day. Then Jess takes over. 30 minutes nonstop country music.